Welcome to Mystery Outsiders and Abs. I'm Kevin Weir. I'm Aaron Weir, and this is a teen drama fan cast. Yes, and we are in the, the darker part of things, the the place where like you're beneath the tree and the sun's hitting it. We're, we're in the shadow world. We're in, we're in the shadow world. And specifically, <laughs> we will actually journey into a verse of the shadow world. Yes. I guess I guess I've never grappled with the fact that there is that this there is multidimensional stuff. Oh, and yeah. I keep forgetting that they did go to one, a parallel dimension. They did do that. And in this one they're going to the Seely dimension and there is also hell. Yep. And I don't remember if it happens on the show, but they definitely go into another hell dimension in the books. It's wild to me that Seelies are treated the same way like the other downworlders are when now obviously in the in the lore it might be different it really feels like they're not half demon they are something different they're half demon half angel okay so they're not half demon half human yeah they're okay so they're nephilim and they are no no the shadow hunters are nephilim that's what they call themselves. Okay, but they're half angel, half human. human. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I could be wrong, but I do think the Seelies are half demon, half angel. I'll just say they don't come off as half demon. Like, because they have their own world and their own thing, it doesn't feel like they're like, oh, yeah, you know, some, like, different demons make different people. There's, like, the vampire one, and there's the werewolf one, and yeah, maybe there's other ones. Warlock, the warlock one. There's the warlock one. Thank you. Uh <laughs> <laughs> the the Seelies just don't feel like that. We get a lot of Seelie stuff this time. Yeah, and I don't think it makes the Seelies better. I think it makes the Seelies more it just makes, confusing. It, it does make it more confusing that they have their own realm that's not hell. Nope. Or maybe it's just, maybe it's like kind of the Dante's Inferno thing where there's different levels of hell. There's a different, they're just like, they're in discs or something. Well, I mean, the sh- we do know that the Seelies are good at opening up portals between worlds because that's how Clary and Jace got into the parallel dimension. Didn't Clary, and- I thought Clary and Jace also went into the Seelie world to go to that portal. I thought so too. Didn't Meliorn do that? It looks like the place they go now, it looks like forks. <laughs> you know what's wild? Like, I, <laughs> that was a very, very good Twilight <laughs> reference that I just... Took you a second right there. <laughs> Got that blue cast. Everything's a little, bit, little bit fuzzy. Yeah, like, like the first Twilight movie. Like forks. Um, well, now I forget what I was gonna say. Perfect. That's the perfect joke. <laughs> well, hopefully it'll return to you, but we'll return to this, which is our podcast where we talk about the show. So if you think of it, just let me know. Because this will. is Shadow Hunters, <laughs> season two, episode fourteen, the Fair Folk. I need to get something off of my chest to start this episode. Absolutely. I watched this episode last night while I was a little bit drunk. <laughs> a little bit tipsy watching Shadowhunters? Yep, because I meant to watch it earlier, and then I forgot, and then I went to a fire, and then we did some sacrificing and burned some things, yeah. you know, burned some memories. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, then and then you're was, like, oh, cool, I gotta watch the show. <laughs> and then it was 11 p.m., and I was like, I gotta go. Oh, I gotta watch a TV show. Hold on. So, um... Our journey through this episode and through my notes will be a surprise, even to me. (laughs) 
What a fun filter. Well, do you remember where we begin? With Jace dramatically playing the piano. Yes, remember how Jace can play the piano. Remember remember that from the movie? Do you remember? I do. Do, do you remember? Yeah. Yeah. He, he can play the piano. That's a thing. It's related to his dad because his dad demands perfection, I think. The stunt hands aren't great. No, they don't. <laughs> Here's the thing with Jace. Jace is like stubby and muscular. And everything about Jace is stubby and muscular. And then they give him, like, middle-aged yes. <laughs> piano player hands. But hey, you know what? It's TV. You got to do it. I'm not going to point too much on that. However, Sebastian is very impressed. <sighs> okay. Show. Sebastian's very suspicious. <laughs> His entire role this episode will be to be walking by rooms, noticing something going on, and deciding, I'm going to intervene in this. In this case, he is intense and jealous. Oh, yes. Oh, I wish I could play like that. How did you learn to play like that? Now, of course, the only person who could possibly teach Jace. The only person he knew up until the age of 10. <laughs> it's Valentine slash Michael. Michael time. <laughs> now, I'm still so mad that they made Valentine wear the Michael face the entire time he was raising Jace. <laughs> so weird. Um... But of course, it's not like a sweet thing where Valentine. Oh, ideally, Sebastian's like, oh, I can't believe that. I'm going to be honest. I can't believe it either. It's so weird to think this Valentine. But he did it because he's like, you're going to learn to play the piano. And if you mess up, if you are not perfect, I will destroy you. I will break your finger that messed up. And then I will erase it. And then if you mess up again, I'll break it again. Yeah. So, you know, it can't be fun learning that. Uh, we also learn here that Sebastian knows everything and that should be a red flag for everyone around him yeah why 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 on god's green earth <laughs> does sebastian know that jace slept with maya what so, did jace tell everyone like did jace go back to the institute and be like no no boy no because clary would have a hundred percent brought it up yeah yeah no and sebastian's just like well because He's like, oh, I, I, have you gone home lately, or did you just get home, or like, have you not slept? I can't blah, 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 exactly. sex. But he's like, oh, it's the hot bartender. I feel like he could have just said that. He doesn't even know it's specifically her. He's just like, there's a hot bartender, any one of them, at <laughs> the Hunter's Moon. I think Maya's the only bartender at the Hunter's She's Moon. She's the only one with lines, so it's yes. True. Uh, <laughs> but... but <laughs> Then Sebastian, being just the the pot stir he is, is like, but what about Clary? Ew. Ew. <laughs> Sebastian, get Se out of here. Sebastian, here's the most infuriating thing. Sebastian must have a plan. He must have a plan. But what can it be? <laughs> what is what does this have to do with it? He he, he's like, oh, yeah, she's... Remember how he asked Clary out? Yeah. So he knows she has a boyfriend. Yeah. He's just prodding Jace because he wants to. Here's the thing, Kevin. The only <laughs> villain we've really had on the show is Valentine. <laughs> and now Sebastian. And Sebastian's taking a real page from the Valentine book of just do stuff. <laughs> just forever be doing stuff. That's why he's always walking by a room and decides... I'm going to do stuff in there. He did. I mean, he saw Izzy. He was like, whew, that girl's on drugs. I'm going to do stuff. Now, uh, 
Clary comes in, and there is a 0% chance she could not have heard that conversation, except for the fact it is Clary, which means she has a running monologue in her head that just says, Clary, 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 and then she oh, walks yeah. into the room, despite the fact that they said her name like three seconds ago. No acknowledgement. <laughs> She's like, hey, guys, Alec wants to have a meeting with all of us. So, Alec, put in charge of the Institute yep. by Jace, and- who was put in charge of the Institute by his grandma. And no one cares. <laughs> no one cares. They're just like, okay, guess we're listening to Alec there's, now. There's no, there, well, there's no idea that like the clave or like the, the, the Imogen and, was like, no. No, Jace no, is in charge. Ho- hold on a second. They're just like, oh, you guys on a technicality. I mean, Imogen was like, man. Oh, I gotta respect the hustle. I like that Haredale impulsiveness. <laughs> I respect you, that in you. You directly disobeyed me and you let the vampire go and you let the werewolf go. You, if you weren't my son, I would really think that this was a negative trait about you. But because you're a Herondale, good oh, choice, Jace. Oh, boy. <laughs> you really got me. Now, Alec has decided to start off his leadership of the... What is it called? The Institute. Thank you. Yeah. It's, Am I it, still drunk? No, no, but admittedly, it is tough Be. Because there's the clave, which even Alec and the others don't talk like they're part of. It's true. And then there's the Shadow Hunters, and then there's the Institute. So, like, the Shadow Hunters is everybody. The clave is the ruling council. Yep. And the Institute is this collection of, of main characters and shadow extras. So, Alec has decided to start off his rule of the Institute. I would say on a controversial note, he has <laughs> but, decided but he's a really gonna, good note, a very good note. Yeah, he's going to be friends with the Downworlders. And it's while I, I guess I just sort of assumed there was something like this kind <laughs> of happening in Idris. Apparently not. Oh, well, the way we also forgot there's Idris, which is oh, yeah. not the clave, no, but it's... is where the clave is. But sometimes they'll refer to it separately from the clave. Yeah, because Idris is a country. Yes. Yes. Shadow Hunter Country. So, so we're looking at the umbrellas. You have Shadow Hunters. <laughs> then you have Idris. Then you have the Clave. And then and, outside of Idris, but under Idris as well, Institutes. The Institutes. And then you have Alec. <laughs> and Alec is. So he's going to have like monthly or weekly cabinet meetings with Downworlder representatives. Which he's literally the only good Shadow Hunter there has it, ever been. It's just like they have an agreement. Like the entire point of the Accords is. We have an agreement with you. It's wild to me that, like, I mean, it's not. I guess wild shouldn't be the exact word because we do know the clave is, is so bad is at their so job, so bad at keeping peace in a world. There's well, okay. Here's the one thing I've been thinking of lately. Their job is not to keep peace. Their job is to kill all demons. Yep. And because the angels are so bad at managing them. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's, it's truly astounding that they have a magic sword that can kill all demons that they do not activate but well the problem is is that it kills all the downworld if they had activated it before all the downworlders existed like yeah. before it would have also killed all of these people then 
that probably would have worked before the, like, the demon blood really yeah. got into the... But again, the sword only kills those with the demon blood in its path. Uh. So all you got to do is you got to trick a demon into coming into the cathedral at the Institute <laughs> and kill that demon with that magic I fe- sword. I feel like that's not as easy as it, <laughs> as it seems to be. He was going to stand out in Central Park and I think wipe out most of the demons in Manhattan. But I mean, they very easily, if they had been thinking and had the sword... Just really just set up just the Institute as a place for demons to go to get killed yeah like they could have killed Azriel. i mean obviously magnus no. would have had to hide behind a wall but uh, yeah like yeah <laughs> <laughs> anyway so, but they didn't want to kill Azriel. they wanted to make a deal because they thought he was he had izzy yes yeah. and so uh well this is alga's doing this and going and talking about his cabinet meetings we do have two ascended shadow extras Including one, the one with the bangs, who I feel like we've gotten stuff from before. Was it Lindsay? No, Lindsay did not have bangs. No, Lindsay was someone else. But we've definitely, I feel like we've gotten stuff from this lady before. Anyway, they're- She doesn't like it. Yeah, they're like, oh, these are all, they're fine with working with the downworlders, but I don't want them here. Uh, and the other one's like, oh, don't worry, he'll be out in a week. Which sounds really cruel and kind of a bit- like, he, I thought maybe he was going to threatening him or something, but I think he's absolutely correct. They've had, like, five different leaders in four weeks. Yeah, exactly. The show has only taken place <laughs> over a month. <laughs> it is perfectly reasonable for him to be like, I don't know. We started with the Lightwoods, and then we had Alder Tree come in. Oh, we also had Lydia. <laughs> Lydia was there for a while, and then we had Imogen, Imogen. and now we're back at Alec. I don't, I don't care. Like, him I feel for. Him I immediately like, yeah, you know, now, you're right. the woman has a problem because they are very glad to have downworlders there when it's Magnus shoring up their wards. Yeah. So simmer down, lady. Yeah. But that is racism. <laughs> uh, that is also why you shouldn't talk next to the sister of the person you're slagging off. <laughs> Izzy is directly next to them. Like, literally, hearing them them. loudly whisper. (laughs) (laughs) And Izzy does not like it. Yeah, she's like, shut up. Now, uh, Alec has a special job for Jason Clary, which is that because of the whole, you know, Kaylee did a murder, bunch of murders, bunch of murders, bunch of serial killers, because Kaylee was a mutilator and a serial killer. Yeah. um, They need to go to the Sealy Court and just sort of like. Smooth things check, over. Well, it they need to check to make sure this wasn't like a bigger thing, <laughs> which so, is fair. Which is fair when I I think that's especially fair for the Seelys who seem so separate. Well, and also so much like a we are a one unified group. Yes, because the vampires have defined clans. Same thing with the wolves. Same thing with the wolves. And, and the warlocks are each other for themselves. No, yeah, the warlocks are is another one where it's like you're not gonna go to like you're gonna go to Magnus and be like, hey, a warlock's doing this because that's kind of his job. Yeah. But, but if you one, went to Dot and you were like, Dot, a warlock is doing this, she'd be like, okay. But the Seelies always seem like they are all very much like that is our queen and we do what our queen says. We might be doing our own things elsewhere. So like they they all seem like they work in the same organization. Now, sending Clary is insane. <laughs> but fortunately, this because they don't have much of a choice. So apparently the Queen will only meet with Valentine's experiments. And I, I'm just thinking like, well, okay, uh, don't do that. Yeah, <laughs> don't, don't, don't give in you're, to... You're, you're going there because there's... Because one of her 
organization started like killing your organization. Well, well yeah, well, like it was killing shadow hunters and making it seem like other downworlders. Did it? Yep. Yeah. Yep. So <laughs> it's it's astounding how much they're like, well, but she said she'd only meet with Jason Clary. The only reason I think this kind of works is I don't think Alec is getting a lot of Clave support. Exactly. So he can't like call up the line and be like, "Hey, by the way, the the, the Sealy cr- Queen's doing something." Yeah. They, yeah. They they're probably being petty, or at least they're not listening to him. And I think Alec is trying very, very hard to prove that he is the right person for this job. Which, by the way, show he absolutely yeah. is. So even though it's insane, the thought of sending Jason Clary because they are the ones the Queen asked. I guess if Alex like, I don't have a choice, and we need to see if the queen was involved. And let's be real, Jace is going to want to go anyway. Yeah. And no, if Jace, Jace goes, Clary's going to go. Here's the thing. Honestly, the problem is Clary. The problem is Clary. <laughs> the problem is not Jace. The problem is going to be Jace and Izzy. Yes. Um, the more... And then we get some more stuff, and this will, I think, will come up a bit during this episode. We get more stuff out of Celie's Can't Lie, and I think I've been on this uh, track a few times yep. whenever this comes up. And I don't want to come up with someone being like, well, but I could talk to a Sealy and get through <laughs> with it. But the thing is that I understand Sealy's can't lie, but they are experts at betting the truth. Yes. What that means is you need to prep the questions you want to, you need answers for, mm-hmm. and you need to, it's like getting a wish from a genie. And you also need to not be taken off track by what they say to you. And these, these, these little idiots. idiots are so bad at this. They get taken off track so incredibly easily and it doesn't come off like the the queen the queen will have one very clever move, but then the other things are just them being not idiots. being good at this. You you think that the the shadow hunters I would love to see this thing where it's like the shadow hunters have one guy who is their sealy negotiator cuz he is just like nailed down how to design questions. Yeah. The thing, the thing is... He spent years reading fairy books and, like, playing chess with a computer. The, the funny thing is, I think that the best person to put in is not necessarily the one who can, like, dodge and weave with all their blows, but the one who is so dry and uninteresting that they'll just read off of a sheet. And as the as, as the cities are like, we'll come dance with He's like, no. Anyway, question two. <laughs> Like I want to see, oh I want to see. This is a short story. I want to see a computer programmer who can create like and or brackets to create a flow chart where it's like <laughs> the question and like, and because you can be like, well, the, the fairies won't answer yes or no. Here's the thing: sometimes not answering yes or no is, is a no answer. is the answer. Yep. Yeah. Because <laughs> if the answer is yes, you'll just say yes. I love the flow chart. It's like yes or no, and they're like, then there's a third one. They are evasive. <laughs> And it goes down the, the no line. Or, or it just goes in a circle. It's like you ask the question again till they stop being evasive. And if they don't, you leave. Oh, this is <laughs> this is truly something. Yeah. But we do not have that something. Instead, we have Alec going on. He essentially is going on a Vita's rainbow tour where he's going to go meet with representatives from all of, yeah. all of our... To get, to get them to join world. the council. Now, the first one he goes to is Luke. And I... Did not actually comprehend that this was Luke's motivation. Luke, okay, I Luke, I feel like has a very interesting life off screen that we that, are not privy to. And every time he enters screen, it's like 
all of that interestingness just like fades away. Remember how he was supposed to be rebuilding his clan? I thought his problem would be he's like, I can't join a council right now because working too much with the Shadow Hunters and not showing that I have the I have the clan's well, best. Yes, like like this is a very tenuous time for me. I can't be seen as being too friendly to Shadow Hunters when I have a clan when I have a clan that wants me to prove that I am first for them. Because then Alex's like, well, maybe I can somehow have this council be shown as you are being helped. Exactly. I would really like like. Here's the thing. This is one of those times where I'm going to give an answer and I'm going to think they should have done this. It's a, just another interesting route I think would have been interesting is if it was Alec going to each of the different groups and doing something for them to get them on the council. That'd be cool. Like doing exactly what they say here, which is prove – which is what Luke says. He thinks it's an empty gesture. Like do, yeah. you have to do something and not just sit around and talk and say you are going to do things. So I love if Alec actually – did something and what he does this episode is not enough but then the thing that luke asks for just is like not reasonable i think for luke to ask especially luke being the one downworlder who used to be a shadow hunter no really he has asked this many times so this is not out of nowhere i just i don't know what it is i'm like that you just wanted someone to ask that he he wants the soul sword destroyed yeah i mean once again reasonable because of what it's what it means the downworld the idea that the shadow hunters just have a kill switch yeah. for every downworlder I, out there i think my problem is luke was a shadow hunter mm-hmm. and we are led to believe he was like despite being a child a pretty senior shadow hunter yeah so he should have known about the sword i think that's what i'm at i'm like he should have oh, known yeah. about the sword but it seems like no one like even like the clave didn't know that was like the power of the soul they you they used it Specifically, the City of Bones is only under New York, right? Uh, no. There's many entrances. It does to the stretch City of Bones. across the entire world. Yeah, because I'm like the. <laughs> they only use, but it's only... they use it as a, they use it as a truth telling sword. I'm now starting to like lose my mind. Yeah, but I'm reasonably sure in the source material it is only a truth telling sword. I don't think it's a kill switch for demons. Well, I mean, I it, think this is a TV show thing. Well, I mean, it's the same thing with the cup where it's, where it is a control remote control for demons. I don't think that's from the books either. I, I, I think you have said repeatedly, it is not from the books, but now I'm like <laughs> second guessing all of this. They make such a, I mean, there's a Wikipedia. They make, they if, I will not, if they are not, they make such weird choices. Uh, the thing that gets me about this is that he's like, I want you to destroy the soul sword. And the Alex's reaction is like, oh man, I can't do that. And not, you understand how that's not within my power, right? That's like asking a priest, like, 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 like you know, a, yeah. a priest of the Catholic Church. Like, I want you to destroy the papacy. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> even if I agree with you. You I have to understand that. how that is not within my power. And it's also not within Alex's power to kill Valentine. Oh, yeah, and Luke like, should know like, that. Like, fine, then kill Valentine. He's like, I can definitely put... Like, like, no disagreement there, buddy. I will petition. I will petition <laughs> as hard as I can to kill Valentine. But like, but, like Luke... I, I am the lowest... I am the lowest face on this totem pole. Like, you, you know I'm like a 21-year-old man I, at the New York Institute, which just, is the crap institute. I just want Alex to start crying. He's like, I'm trying... <laughs> It's, it's so hard. <laughs> no one likes me. 
if they put Jace in charge and then he told me to be in charge and I think the Clave is bullying me. Luke, I just want to make things better. Luke just like hugs him like, oh boy, I have another child now. <laughs> so many children. So many children. Um. So speaking of Luke's children. Time for why you don't send 18-year-olds on diplomatic <laughs> missions. Simon's going to go on this diplomatic mission with his girlfriend. Clary is bringing her dumb boyfriend on a top-level ambassador mission. Because he was the eighth grade president. Oh, but I can't stop him. He's going to come along. Like, no, he's not. This, th- you are meeting... You're the meeting queen. the queen of the of the Sealy. This isn't Raphael, the head of a section of Brooklyn. This isn't Magnus, the head of Brooklyn. This isn't even Luke, your friend. This is the queen of all the Sealies. Don't bring your dumb kiss boyfriend. I am it's this is why Clary shouldn't be on the mission. <laughs> but he's going. Yeah, so Apparently, you can't stop him. I wanted Jason to knock him out. Uh, so they're going to head into... They're going to jump into a creek. Oh, yeah. The way they enter the, the world is they have to jump into the water. And then they're in Twilight. Yeah. I kind of wish that it was a joke and Simon jumped in. And Jason's like, nah. nah. <laughs> You're not coming. You got to do something first. <laughs> now, uh, we, now, they're going to be going on that adventure, but we do have Alec doing his whole... I'm rainbow nervous. tour. Yep, yep. So he rainbow tours next to Magnus, and he's like, "Okay, I know I'm trying to make a council with Downworlder representatives, <laughs> and unfortunately, you are the biggest representative of warlocks. However, you're also my boyfriend, and that's a problem. So, uh, Magnus is a little bit like, oh, but it makes a lot of sense. It makes like, a lot of sense if there was." Any other the, the problem is that it's there's like, no one else. Like because they could pick Daw, they could pick another warlock. The problem is that he is the head warlock of Brooklyn. Like I yep. guess maybe the other boroughs have had warlocks. Yeah, and like again, not that I want to be like in the books. Yeah. But like in the books, there are other like high level We've never warlocks met who them. have relationships with the clave. I mean the problem the problem but is But we haven't met them. We can't add an extra person. Yeah, it's kind of a TV All we have show. is Dot. Yeah. <laughs> Dot can't be there. No. She, we we keep forgetting whether or not she was there. We keep forgetting whether or not she's dead. She cannot be <laughs> she cannot on this council be. of representatives. <laughs> so anyway, um, it's complicated. Yeah, but uh, that, that Kong gang setup is, is perfectly contrasted with the arrival of a character we haven't seen in a while. Ever since we last saw her racist son... <laughs> It's it's Marie Slightwood. It's not her name. Marie Slightwood. And uh, I don't know what she did, but I wrote she's creepy and Alec wants to know when she's going to leave Robert. <laughs> well, she just sort of slinks into the room after this conversation. Oh, which creepy. Once again, she has to have been hearing. Yeah, she was listening. Now, immediately, they're not talking about her. So it's not as weird. Uh, but yeah, they set some stuff up here. Remember uh, Robert, her husband? Uh, is cheating on her, and he's like, hey, or was cheating on her. She's like, it's it's done, or something like that. Um, but it's, Alex's like, hey, you gonna leave him? And she's like, no, we're gonna stay together for a political marriage. And Alex's like, oh, God, I hate everything about being a Lightwood. <laughs> I mean, that feels like that's just a Shadowhunter thing. Remember, Alec was gonna marry... 
Lydia. Lydia for political reasons. Yeah. It feels like the Shadowhunters still run off of that very old. I mean. There's not very many of them. Yeah. So they run off that old, like, uh, the marriage isn't really for love, even though she very much, uh, Maurice very much is like, find love <laughs> to everyone Both of her she children, meets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's in a weird place this episode. But it's essentially set up as like, hey, you gotta tell Izzy about this whole thing. So that's gonna be like that's gonna be the route we are gonna see through this episode for at least her and Izzy by extension. Simon and Clary think the Sealy Court is romantic. <sighs> yeah. Especially the kill tree. They're going Ah. <laughs> 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 uh, a nice picnic beneath the kill tree. Yeah, they're on a date and they're having way too much fun. And I think the show sort of supposed to be portraying Jake's kind of like, oh, he's grumpy because he has to hang out with Claire and her boyfriend. And admittedly, he yeah, is. probably. But also, Simon should not be there. He approaches the kill tree. He sees a tree bleeding blood. And, and is go- like... And, and he doesn't like he doesn't even approach it like he, like if he sniffed and was like oh blood and there's some like vampiric thing yeah then I'd be like oh cool still shouldn't have brought him because that's a different thing yep. but instead he's just like hey that's a tree bleeding blood I'm gonna touch this tree look the show never wants to show Simon as a vampire <laughs> like when is the last time we saw his teeth oh, I don't know there's <laughs> a stupid smile uh, the kill tree. <laughs> Look, I, I say send that name back to the committee. Maybe you can figure out a better one. <laughs> that's definitely not the Sealy name for it. That's definitely oh, that's the, Jace's name. Jace's name is like, oh, it's a tree that kills you. It's a kill tree. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what it is. So uh, as Shadowhunters the show does, Izzy needs to do a sexy punching bag fight. Yeah, fortunately, she does not have a shadow extra to beat up during this. Uh, so it is just a punching bag. But once again, Sebastian walking by looks in the room and decides, I'm going to do something in there. <laughs> I, I cannot imagine he knows what he's going to do before he steps in that room. Oh, surely not. <laughs> Though, <laughs> so <laughs> they do have a talk about being like, hey, Izzy. It really seems like you're upset. And he 100% knows what's going on. He oh, knew he knows that, everything. He knows. He knew that Chase was sleeping with Maya. It's, yeah. Uh, but Izzy is obviously not having a good time because her mother is there. And Izzy, she's got a fraught relationship with her mother. Well, well because she, do, she doesn't want to disappoint her, but she feels like she's a disappointment because of injuring herself and getting addicted to yin fan because the grown man who was in charge of the institute told her to take drugs to make her better and i know this is realistic i think she's 21 also she's she's a grown woman right well she's younger than alec okay so she's probably like eight like i think she's like clary's age okay okay uh but but still, yes. Like, but and, I mean, to be fair, very realistic addiction storyline that you do feel like it's your fault. Yeah. But and then, and then well, and then also she's aware. Like afterwards, she like she's like, oh my god, it's a terrible drug. How do I get more? But that's how drugs <laughs> that's how, work. That's how drugs work. But it's also realistic that she she sees it as a point of failure on her, and Sebastian's like, it's not a point of failure, and I'll prove it to you. By punching you and getting flipped. Oh, Sebastian. <laughs> Once again, he doesn't 
think about things beforehand. He's just like, I, how do I how do I prove to her that she is strong? I know. I'll very slowly throw a punch <laughs> at her, and she will retaliate aggressively. Sexy. <laughs> Like, he does a very slow punch, and she full-on judo flips him onto his back. Which, by the way, is apparently what Max does later. I hate Max. I hate Max as well. Uh, Luke, as he's leaving for the meeting, gets himself a fire note. I forgot about fire notes. They feel like a lot of situations could be solved by just sending a fire note. Is it something that... It's something that shout... Who can send fire notes? Anybody? Okay. I thought, and yeah. again, I'm so confused about everything. Yeah. I thought that only shadow hunters could send them within the Institute, but also I think Magnus can send them sometimes. No, Magnus so has gotten know. a fire note for sure. I maybe got it from a shadow hunter. I. I be- mean, Luke's a shadow hunter. He is a shadow hunter. And presumably, this is from a shadow hunter because. The note tells him to like go outside and he, he gets led, he gets led to phone, a burner phone, which the, I thought was a pager. <laughs> That's how old this cell phone is. Uh, but yeah, so this call is from a distorted voice figure who's like, "Hey, I hear you want to kill Valentine. I can get you into Valentine's cell." Ooh, and all I'm thinking is like. If I got that call, I would be like, this is a trap. This is 100% a trap. It's from like clearly Val- a trap. One of Valentine's followers or something, right? Yeah. Like, but I, but once again, Luke is in, he was like, I want to kill Valentine. So he is a little bit blinded by Valentine killed Jocelyn or mm-hmm. caused Jocelyn's death. Yep. I wish to take vengeance upon him. But I can't do that right now because here's Ollie. My okay. partner, my cop partner, okay, who stalked me to a Chinese food restaurant, and then he doesn't question it. He's just like, "Oh, it's weird that you're here." Well, what's he is outside the Jade Wolf, and she doesn't know what she's like. What is that? Is that like a drug den or something? Anyway, can you help me with paperwork? You don't think that's suspicious? She Luke? showed up. She showed up in a random alleyway. Asking for help with paper. That's like if I showed up in someone's bathroom asking for help to move a couch. There's another question that needs to be answered first. Luke, you know she's tracking you, right? Well, I mean, he doesn't know that because he's never seen her do that before. But, like, this is obvious that she's tracking him. It's very clear. She is tracking him. And all, like... And Luke's supposed to be a good cop. And and Ollie, I think, is supposed to be competent at tracking him. Uh, Her ideas that come off as incompetent. This is insane. This is insane. (laughs) This isn't outside his house. This isn't, like, at, like, he's not leaving. A place that he is known to be. I wonder if he was supposed to be leaving the police station. Like, I wonder if originally that was what they were planning on doing. they lost that set. But they didn't change the scene. So that Ollie is, she doesn't need to also meet him. We already know she's being weird and following him. We saw her take pictures of him. She could have just came up after he left and checked the area where he got the phone from. We would have figured it out. To remind us that she's doing it. Because it has been a little bit of time. since. It's been a couple episodes. But I think if we saw her walk in and like pat around that dumpster. We would have been like, like, oh, she's, she's still doing her thing. Yeah. Cool. Good. (laughs) Instead of this nonsense. So the, the trio. Yeah, they arrive Clary, at the court. Simon, and Jace. Clary think it's beautiful. Ooh. Oh. They get touched and disarmed. 
And surprise, surprise, the Sealy Queen appears as a child. Something that will very much confuse Clary. Yep. She she's been vampire. She knows Raphael's old, right? Well, and like uh, Clary, pe- people the, can. Uh, Magnus is like a, a thousand years I'm, old. I'm just saying, this feels like a Simon question. To be like, that's a child, and Jace to be like, you you are a vampire. <laughs> yeah, be funny. <laughs> it's weird that it's Clary being confused by the child feels out of character. I, character for her. it's like they forgot that Simon is also a Clary. Like he's also a, a new newcomer, this, newcomer to this world. So they they defaulted to Clary doing it. Yeah, but I feel like she doesn't. The, the difference is, I think Clary could be thinking that Simon would say it out loud. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the Sealy Queen offers them welcome mm. and food and fun. Don't eat their food. Now, I know, admittedly, like, that never comes up, so good for them not yeah. to eat the food. The food also appears to be covered in spider webs. Yep. I don't know if that's just, like, me. I didn't look at it close enough or something, but it It looks... did not look appetizing. No. What no. kind of set design is that? <laughs> Who did that? Twilight. <laughs> um... She is upset that Simon's there. Yep. And obviously. Yeah. Though, so we kind of learn later that she she does say, I was kind of hoping you would come, which obviously is the truth. That's the nice thing. We can always assume yeah. she's telling the truth. Um, I think it would have been real cool if when they arrived, she already had like a, like a seat set for him and like she knew he would be there. Yeah. Because that would be such a power play. Or to be I, like, oh, for, you brought your stupid boyfriend. Well, I'm prepared. I know because she definitely does want to interact with him. Oh yeah, and it's and I understand maybe it's the idea of that. It's like, oh, she's keeping it a secret on how much she wants to talk to Simon. But I'm like, oh no, come on, come on. <laughs> anyway, anyway, um, so back at Alex Rainbow Tour. Meliorn's there. Like he called a rainbow tour when he meets one person, talks to one person on the phone, and the other people arrive at the meeting. I just think they're really trying to do something. <laughs> so yes, the Sealy representative is going to be there anyways. It's the it, only one we have. And it is Meliorn, who I think honestly is probably pretty high ranking. That's why uh uh Izzy could use him for uh like sex. No. Information. <laughs> no. <laughs> he doesn't have to be high-powered for her to use him for sex. Well, that's why he gets to come to the Institute. Yeah. Uh, but, and, and hey, guess what? For the first time and I want to say, a season and a half, uh, he's not wearing armor. He definitely still looks cooler than he did in the first season. Yeah, I he's mean. He's got that cool scar now and better hair. <laughs> well, I mean, the first season we just saw him in, in Bed Bath & Beyond. <laughs> The other thing with Meliorn, and, like, again, I cannot remember if this will ever become a TV show thing, mm-hmm. um, but it is a book thing. He's only half fae. Yeah. It, I don't think it ever becomes a TV thing. Um, but that means he can lie. Uh, I don't think it ever becomes so a TV thing. So that is why he's the representative to the council. It makes sense. Because the Seelys suck. It makes sense they wouldn't want that to be, like, a a big, a big thing. Uh, yeah. And also... He's not enough of a character for that to be a plot point for him, I think. I, I think it's right, so I don't think it's a spoiler, but yeah. it's, like, very important in the books. Uh, yeah, in this one, he's just sort of around. Though, in this episode specifically, we get him and Raphael chatting a few times. And for some reason, that's really enjoyable, just seeing Melio and Raphael just, like, talking very cordially to each other. But you know, and we know, and 
maybe Raphael knows the Izzy of it all. Yeah, but Raphael, no, Raphael does know. Yeah. He, like, I, I don't think he cares. I just like that they have this, like, weirdly cordial relationship that's like, it's it's not friendly, but it's very business-like. And just like, yeah, you know, we're yeah. sitting around the water cooler talking about Downworld or They're stuff. doing their job. Uh, Raphael's also, I, this just came up in my head because he comes in and Izzy's, like, excited to see him. He... He kind of just got real chill about when Izzy and Simon threatened his sister. Yeah, I wrote down that he was sexy with her. And I don't remember, like, it doesn't feel like, the the only thing that stopped it was when he went after Simon. Simon revealed he was a daylighter. And then he was like, ah, whatever. And, I mean, maybe Raphael's like, I just can't. I don't have the energy to be mad. I, I, I have to think that Raphael, being the man he is, was like, I know they didn't actually threaten... And he, he knows Izzy would never actually <laughs> but, uh, hurt his sister. He, he needed some time to, like, work it out. Yeah. And I, I do think Izzy should say something to him about it. Is that they've just both silently agreed to, let's not talk about it. So instead, Alec and Magnus will be very professional and this meeting is going to yeah. begin. Yeah. Well, we, we do get a quick thing I want to mention, which is we get some hard shade from Luke at Maurice. Yeah. He's not a fan. Okay, we're not going to react to that one. Okay. No, I'm I'm just accepting that that's what you're <laughs> going to call her. her they call yeah. her Maurice. Okay. Um, <laughs> so we get some hard shade from Luke when she's like, "I'm I heard about Jocelyn. I'm so sad. I wasn't able to go to funeral. Go to her funeral. I was like, well, neither could I. Downworlds were forbidden. <laughs> <laughs> nice, Luke. Great nice. Work. Great work. Uh, we get Sebastian meeting Raphael. Oh, and there, there's there's some real alpha chat energy between the between this one just very this like this like squat Italian man and a wayfish ghost <laughs> <laughs> just trying to alpha chat at each other over <laughs> Izzy. It's hilarious. I just cannot with Sebastian. <laughs> It's like watching Mario front on <laughs> front on Luigi. <laughs> so uh, back in the silly world, the food is set. No one even tries to eat. Good job, except for of course uh, the silly themselves. Because yeah. why not? They know that. And the queen ha- now will reveal that she's very obsessed with Simon and his yeah. da- his daylighterness. Oh, she knows about it. She's. She's like, oh, cool. I'm glad you're here. And Jace is like, excuse me. Be glad that I'm here. Let's talk about Kaylee and her murders. Let's talk about how bad they are at asking questions. They will ask a question. She deflects with another question. And then they won't go back to the original question. It's not exactly mind-bending 4D chest. Chest. (laughs) Chess. It's not exactly a cool chest. Now, <laughs> but they do somehow get information from her. But they don't. That get, she wants them to have. I guess they don't get the key thing of information, and then they just assume it. So the first question Jay's asked. This is the entire exchange between them. Yeah, a little bit paraphrased. Yes. Were you surprised? Like, like, like oh, you, they all worked for you. Were you surprised that Kaylee was killing shadow hunters? Ooh. And what's the big? What's the big way that the queen gets around this? Were you? And Jake's like, dramatically, he's like, oh. well, because he reveals that they were sleeping together. Yeah. Um, I was. I didn't think she was capable of such brutality. Jace, now ask the question now again. Now ask the question again. She, 
And, and not only does she never answer the question, were you surprised Kaylee was killing Shadowhunters? Which means which, the, the answer way, is yes. What she says is like, well, that does make her an effective killer. Like, okay. Number one, also, that's a bad question. Not were you surprised she was killing Shadowhunters? Did, Did you, you know? know she was killing Shadowhunters? That's the question, Jace. Yes. Don't You don't have to be polite. They have this thing, like, obviously you are in their their realm, and you want to make sure that they don't, like... The thing is, this this was failed from the start. By going into their realm, where you think maybe there's a chance that they were working with someone to kill Shadowhunters, and you have to be super polite or else they're going to, like, call some hospitality rule against you, is... You are putting yourself in the worst position because the only way to deal with these people is to be 100% direct, mm-hmm. ask for direct answers, don't let them mess around. But then they're going to call something like, well, you are being rude, so we get to eat you. Like- well, so this is the problem. I'm going to be honest, and <laughs> yeah. I don't want to be like, oh, in the books, but like this is the actual problem with this entire storyline. Yeah. They are trying to get to like an iconic key book moment yeah the problem is they effed everything up beforehand <laughs> they couldn't get there so i mean i i don't want to skip ahead but like they're gonna make clary kiss her heart's desire yeah this moment happens in the books before she knows that jace is not her brother <laughs> She thinks he's her brother. She does not know. And they are like sneaking through the Seely underworld to try to get to something involving Valentine. Like they're trying to sneak up on Valentine. Yeah. And they get caught. Mm -hmm. And the queen's like, well, I'll let you pass, but you have to do this. Yeah. So like the stakes are different. The motivations are different. They're trying to get to this iconic kiss moment. Yeah. But like they did all of it already. The way that they could save it, which they almost did here, but they didn't lean into it hard enough. And I said we just go with what's going on here. Yeah. Because they'll get captured and they'll get captured because, from what I think is actually a very clever moment, mm-hmm. she, she because she considers every like bird, bug, everything one of her people. When they killed the gnats at the kill tree, yeah, it technically. Counted as them killing her subjects. So technically an act of aggression against her. Weirdly enough, I think a Seelie leader, the more petty they are, probably the, the better best. they are. Well, like it's because they can't lie, but the more that they're a- that they are able to do things like that. And the thing is, she has to honestly believe that. She oh, can't yeah. trick herself into thinking like, oh, well, I don't actually think they're my subject. She has no, to no, honest- she believes it. Yeah. And like, it's almost like she like. A Seelie who's very good at deluding themselves is an excellent, like, leader or ambassador. Oh, yeah. So uh, she, so she's like, well, you killed some, you killed, actually killed three of them specifically. Yeah. That's actually a funny thing because he's like, I can kill three of you. But she captures Jace, she captures Simon, and she does the whole, like, you got to kiss your heart's desire. Uh, number one, it's never clear that, that, like, well, because she words it in such a way where... She doesn't, we're like, she, she doesn't act, Clary doesn't actually need to kiss her heart's desire to make the, the leaves, the vines leave. Mm-hmm. She does seem to imply she can make the vines leave. She wants Clary to kiss her heart's desire. If the queen does not know who her heart's desire is, she can decide you did not do it. 
Exactly. That's what I'm thinking with the twisting of of knowledge. She's um, implying she has knowledge. It doesn't matter. Because we learn what her real... Her real point with this is, which is why I think it'd be so cool if she already had a seat take a seat set up for Simon. Yeah. She wants to cause... She only cares about Simon. Yep. She, she wants to upset Simon. Yes. So that he will join her side as a daylighter. Yep. Which is like a very powerful thing. So it does not matter if Clary wants Jace or not. The queen is going to set it up. Yeah. So and, that Clary has to kiss Jace. And it would be so cool this entire thing. Like this entire thing. They're like, oh, I want to meet the daughter of uh, the, the children of Valentine. And so they're like, this is about us. It's about the, the children of Valentine. It's not about the children of Valentine. It's about Simon. It's about Simon. Someone who she knew because she is such a clever 40 chess person, she knew would come. Yep. Because she knows he always comes with Clary. She did not have to ask to see the daylighter. She had to ask to see Clary and Jace. And that makes her more powerful and more scary. And they're Almost there with it, but they stumble in such few things. There's the thing where it focuses too much on still Clary and Jace being the main characters. Yep. So we don't get like, no, this is about Simon. And two, man, she really should have shown up. Like, and it, it, to be fair, it's for the audience. That is definitely for the audience to have her be like, I knew Simon would be here, not. I hoped you would be here. Yeah, she I knew, had to know. I knew you would be here because my entire plan was I do not care about those two. Their angel butt's pretty cool. Don't get me wrong. I'm but here. I want you. Yes, and that probably could have saved this, but instead they really had to focus on the, but Clary's feelings. Emotions. Oh, no. Okay, anyway, we also do find out in the storyline that apparently there was, was a Sealy Knight who was helping Kaylee, but he's dead. The Queen Killer. Hey, once again, I gotta clarify, that does not mean the Queen didn't know. It means she could have known and killed the Knight for failing her. Like, yep. you, it does not confirm it, you stupid people. But then she wants a moment with the Daylighter. That's gonna go on. So back at Yield Institute in Alex's first attempt at having a cabinet meeting, <laughs> he just wants to be transparent with the downworld. I like that he um he made uh banners for them. <laughs> I know. He got the uh he got the da- he got the uh, Shadow Hunter seamstress to be like, "Can you make like cool designs? The the werewolves get some like primal thing and the warlocks get a book." <laughs> He's trying so trying hard. So hard. Uh but Magnus also goes a bit too hard. He's like, I think this cabinet is a great idea. And we should all be nice to Alec. And Raphael's <laughs> like, God damn it. Magnus. <laughs> Magnus. Obviously you think that. You, You're compromised. We, we all know you are dating him. <laughs> just just pull it back. Pull it back a second. And Magnus is like, but when I body swapped with Valentine, they were cool and figured it out. Yeah, so he does bring that up because, and you know, fair enough. Total transparency is good. The the shadow hunters or the clave or whatever you want to use have been too secretive. They have constantly stumbled over the idea uh, over the thing that they they don't see the downworlders as equals. And Alec truly does. Yeah, Um, Luke. Is single-minded though. He's like, like, I now I want Valentine dead, and he seems to want him dead now. And I was Immediately. like, uh, so Alec does say you are asking for the impossible, and I'm like, I feel like that's much less impossible. Like, obviously they want, they need to know where the cup is. 
But you know what? They it, will kill him immediately once they get it. And you know what? I think uh, Imogen would kill him now. She's she's giving up on the cup. <laughs> and she's just back, call Imogen. Yeah, she's back in Idris. Like, it's like, hey, by the way, that woman who we hate, she's on our side about one thing. And I think that <laughs> might be a good idea. Um, but, Luke is also very weird about all of this because of that whole secret cell phone thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so they, they take a break. All Well, this is going on. There's all that stuff in the other world we already talked about, yeah. so whatever. There is a very awesome short scene where Millhorn and Raphael are watching Sebastian <laughs> just, talk to Izzy. I don't like it. They're I, like, he sucks. I don't like the guy. He sucks. He sucks. <laughs> Melior thinks he looks like Jace, which <laughs> does put me more in line with Melior, because remember when he came in and we thought he was, thought it was Jace, Jace doing weird flips? Uh, we get a big, more big alpha dog in. Between Raphael and Sebastian. <laughs> and Sebastian gets like really aggro about the drugs and the darkness that Raphael brings. Yeah, like, the, <laughs> I'm not saying that if they knew each other, they'd be friends, because they won't, because Sebastian is a psychopath. <laughs> it's true. Um, but, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, now, Luke, uh, with his phone out, uh, by talking to this mysterious person, is being led to a to the cell he's gonna get a dagger and he's gonna i have a question where are all the shadow extras did alex send them out during the meeting i don't know we 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 talk about in a lot of these shows sometimes things exist in two stages at once there is despite the shadow extras always filling that main room the back halls are always empty but there's usually a couple of them downstairs that people have to sneak around yeah you mean guarding the prisoner yeah yes oh well you know who is i guess taking a turn to guard the prisoner maris uh because she really drops luke's looped video yeah he's like He's, like, heading down a stairwell. I think he just circles around and comes back to the stairwell. Because she's just like, hey, um, I, I can't even this. If She talks to him like she was an alcoholic. Because she's like, hey, I'm trying to make up for the things that I've done. And, like, you mean just being an asshole? Being a bad person? <laughs> like, she's, it's like she's in a 12-step program for just being a terrible human being. Teaching her youngest son racism. Yeah. So she's uh, she wants to try to apologize to Luke. And he's like, I'm not in the mood to hear this right now. I got to go. <laughs> uh, uh. So she will move on yeah. to Izzy. Yes. Uh, and it's it's honestly just like a, straight up very nice like conversation there. Murray, D- Morris learns. <laughs> oh, Morris now. Yeah. Well, she learns that uh, Izzy knew about the cheating for like a while for like years yeah like she heard them on the phone it's like i didn't tell you i didn't tell alec i just didn't know what to do and in 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 a move of empathy i it's not even just her it's any of these teen drama like mothers Mm -hmm. in amazing move of empathy she understands that is a rough thing for a child to hold on to Uh that she did not want to tell anyone about it because she was afraid of what it would mean. And, like, it's just she in, – we didn't even have to have it, like, laid out to us. She instantly understands that is a rough thing for a child to have to grapple with. Mm-hmm. And then also – Izzy tells her about the Yin Fen, but also I'm still furious that Izzy leaves Alder Tree out of the story. 
Yeah. Izzy, tell your mom about the person in a position of power who is doing this. Your mom is also in a position of power. Get Aldertree out of power. It's unclear to me if they even, like, they don't want to refer. It's like because he's not a character anymore. They cannot like, refer to him. Apparently he is being punished in some way. For something. So I think maybe Alec let him, like, maybe Imogen knew. Maybe. And they're just keeping it very confined. It makes sense. They might not just be like, oh, by the way, here's a fun fact for you, uh, Miss Lightwood. But, like, our heroes could have uh, yeah. known that that's why Elder Tree was being punished. Anyway, Maris blames herself for this, for, you know, holding Izzy to such a high standard of perfection that she turned to drugs. Well, I mean, yeah. So yeah, yeah. Good, good self-reflection. I guess that 12-step program is really working out for you. Yep. Uh, so, meanwhile. meanwhile, back in the one cell... Uh, Luke uh, visits Valentine, and apparently, so earlier on, Luke was talking, when he's on the phone, he's like, hey, if you want to kill Valentine, why don't you do it yourself? Mm. And <laughs> he's like, I'm not strong enough. I'm like, he's in, he's a man in he, a he's cell. He's a man in a cell. It turns out it's because he's just, I mean, we know that cell. He just walks around that cell, and so Luke goes in with a knife to fight him. Luke, bring a gun. You're a cop. <laughs> like You're I'm, a cop, well, not a shadow hunter. I mean, he couldn't get a gun into them. But like, the, the, I bet he could get a gun into them, too, because they don't use guns. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's very it's very clear that this person is setting him up. Because just give him a dagger and put him in a room with Valentine and hope for the best is a wild, I'm going to kill this guy move. So meanwhile... The, the, the meeting is ongoing. But in comes Sebastian. Which should be a clear indication that Sebastian is obviously the one who is telling him this stuff. Because Sebastian's going to tell Alec that Luke's trying to kill Valentine. He's like, oh, it's so weird. I was checking the, the cameras and Luke just vanishes between the cameras going toward the annex. And there's a room from the annex down to the cell. And it's so weird. What? Well, Sebastian, <laughs> what Sebastian. is going on? <laughs> so, Alec and Sebastian will interrupt this man versus knife fight. Yeah, they'll arrive just in time. Where Valentine does call Luke a feral animal, but no, Luke is a man. Well, I like Luke, but boy, is this annoying. <laughs> well, I mean, it's Valentine. You it's know. Valentine. He's a werewolf. He's being like, ah. The Kevin. Yeah. Valentine knows Sebastian. Well, he wonders if he knows Sebastian, because Sebastian, like, after he goes down, Sebastian takes a moment to, to like, <laughs> squat over him in a very obvious way and be like, you don't get to die today. It's <laughs> the reaction. He gets, he gets Thanos. He gets, do I know you? <laughs> Which, I mean, it's a TV show. Obviously, that means yes. It'd be wild, though, if he was just like, you don't get to die today. Do I know you? Well, no, I just... It's, it's just threatening. I you. would love if the reveal was no. You have no idea who this guy, <laughs> this guy he's, is. He's just fronting. But obviously, no. He he definitely knows Sebastian. Ooh. Ooh. Can I read you my next note verbatim? Sure. Alec interrogates Luke, who doesn't know who helped him. Also, Sebastian. <laughs> that's what I was that's, too a, drunk. That's, that's a pretty. That's a pretty good like setup of that scene. I guess <laughs> they are. They are in. Either a second identical cell, not even identical cell, 
identical room. It or has they the, just it put has Valentine the, in a corner. Or they put Valentine, or they just moved Valentine into a closet somewhere temporarily <laughs> so they could do this thing with Luke. Um, essentially, they talk a little bit about how this was dumb. If Valentine got out, he could have. I'm going to be real. If Valentine got out, I assume someone else would have killed him. Like, Yeah, no one wants Valentine alive. Valentine, uh, Valentine's entire thing, I don't feel like should be that he himself is a one-man wrecking machine. He's not Superman. Like, but they all, but they treat him as like, he's so powerful. If he gets out of that cell, there's no tell. Like, I guess it could take people by surprise and things like that, but. But like, he doesn't even have a stale. He can't do magic. He's in the middle of the Institute. If the fact is that if he gets out of his cell, the Institute that he is in cannot stop him. You have a bad Institute. Yep. <laughs> I guess it's not meant to be a prison. Blah, blah, blah. blah, blah, blah. That's why they only have one cell. So when they have to interrogate another uh, guy they have to put the guy in a closet but Alec is like okay Luke I'm gonna let you go because I'm really trying to make my counsel happen Luke this is what I meant by like he should be doing something for each person this isn't enough being like I am not going to persecute you for your attempted murder of a prisoner is not the same as doing something for someone. It's true. So I understand, like, timing-wise, probably with the amount of the episodes. I swear to God, there's one filler episode after this. Oh, there's going to be a filler episode. It's coming, I'm oh, sure. Cool. Uh, he should... He, we should have had a time where he just went to each one and we heard the things. And Alec, we have a moment where Alex talking to Magnus and he's like, why don't they trust me? And Magnus is like, they have no reason to trust you. They they have done this before. What you're describing, you're not the first one to do this. Yeah. They've done this before. And it's always been uh, it's always been empty worth. Even the accords are like, for the most part, only is worth the people who care about the paper it's printed on. And then Alec goes around and he like helps L- Luke get a new uh, pack and he gives Raphael a Nintendo and like, I don't know what it is but he does something well and it would be very it would be a very fun episode that drives like the meta storyline of Shadowhunters forward because we could have had all of our heroes yeah. including Simon involved with helping with this and it wouldn't like it wouldn't have driven home or driven forward whatever Whatever nonsense going on with, honestly, it with probably, Clary and Jace, but it would have driven forward the storyline of the Shadow Hunters trying to make a better world with the Downworlders. Yeah, the especially like the one thing I've really been missing is I feel like I needed more of a not like a fallout. I needed them to fight, but I needed more of a moment between Magnus and Alec after Magnus was captured by. Valentine. Yeah, I thought there was a whole episode where they broke up and Magnus had PTSD. Well, they almost... Is it still coming? They kind of had a weird thing when he... Remember how he changed his hair and they oh, kind of pseudo and broke up did... during the, the the racism episode? Yeah. The the thing is, I feel like... The, and then that would have been a good moment to do that because it's Alec listening to Magnus. Yeah. And being like, Magnus, you are right. You This is something that you are absolutely correct about and maybe at the beginning he can be kind of like like hand wavy and the way that he wins the warlocks over he wins magnus over is by doing something to help all of the other downworlder yeah yeah i think the thing is the magnus one is honestly probably the easy because the the warlocks are pretty 
We well, talked about it earlier. The warlocks the war- work pretty closely. They're so with independent. Each other. Yeah. When you have the warlock, like the, the him in the council, it's not necessarily to be like you are speaking for the warlocks. It's more of like you are letting us know what the warlocks are, are doing up to, yeah. and what they would want. So I don't know. I think that's a pretty good episode of it. I could write that as a spec script, except for the show is way too old. The show is done. Yep. Speaking of things being done. Izzy doesn't want things to be done with Raphael. She really feels their connection in her heart. So can't they try again, only without the blood sucking? It's, okay, so she says this thing where she's like, we keep coming back together because of this amazing connection. And I'm going to be real. I don't think they've had a Ross and Rachel tumultuous, like, back, back and forth relationship enough for me to be like, we keep coming back to each other. You guys were together. Like and then a, you split up. And then you split up. And then you threatened his sister. Yep. And then you've been weirdly cordial since and then. And now you'd like to get back together And now you'd like him. to get back together. But, but, unfortunately. Too weird. Too much addiction. Well, well, unfortunately, the, when Sebastian was big-dogging him, he big-dogged him some truth. It's which true. Is like, hey, you're just her addicted. You know, you're addicted to her. Hey, you gotta. So, he's, he shuts it down. Yes, he's very sad. He's very sad. Clary's also very sad because Simon was very sad that she kissed Jace. He, and he will not let her into the boathouse. Here's, here's the thing, like, it's a it's a trick. It's I do trick. think it's a trick, but it's a good trick. And because they're so young. Because it literally doesn't have to be true. Like it it does it does not have to be true that Clary actually wanted to kiss Jace. Nope. Because that is worded in such a well way that it did not have to be, and, but it would Definitely fool that dummy Simon. And Clary's not a Seelie. She's not bound to tell the truth. Yeah, the that queen is... This was a... Like, that section is a very good showing of how to write a very clever queen. Unfortunately, as we mentioned... The rest of the episode happened. And they're so close. They just... We had to get more of how much she wants Simon. This is Simon's time to be a main character. Don't take it away from him. Speaking of main characters, Jace updates Alec about what happened, but he's still he's, real sus of that queen. Well, he said, well, they're, they're not that sus of her. They said, like, well, like, well, I guess it, well, the queen wasn't helping. It was just another silly night. I'm like, the queen never said she didn't help Kaylee. She just said she was being helped by another knight. He is dead now. You children. But uh, Jace is weirded out. Clary is Jace sad. Jace is not okay. Clary's not okay. And Izzy's not okay. But Izzy will instantly drop any everything to console Clary because Clary is Izzy's best friend, and Izzy is around Clary. Meanwhile, we have a really short scene where Ollie shows her <laughs> girlfriend. I think I thought it would be a dramatic reveal of who she's with. Like, I don't know, it would all of a sudden be, like, the Seelie Queen. Like, I don't know what it would be, but I... It seems like her, it's just her girlfriend. Her, yeah, her girlfriend coming and being introduced feels like she should be... A, a more, character. This this subplot of Ollie just sort of, like, investigating Luke for a reason is somehow both really, really cool but incredibly boring. Like, I don't care. It's not connected to anything. But it should be a very interesting thing that's happening. But it's not. Nope. And Ollie, despite being kind of an endearing character for being like, I am I am a goofball who is secretly, who is using goofiness 
to disguise essentially investigating this guy should be very like why is she doing it what's going on but instead it's just boring yup but anyways yeah she had a picture and it's a picture of a wolf in the picture I I don't know when she took this picture uh, meanwhile, now Sebastian will play the piano, and okay. more importantly... I, the, the rest of these are silly, but I love that he can play the piano as good as Jace. And he just... This, this is this is more proof that he just does things. He <laughs> went in to talk to Jace and was like, Oh, shucks, boy. I really wish I could play piano as good as you. Then goes home and is like... Like... He is as good as Jace. <laughs> Sebastian is wild. But, but he just decided to lie to him. To, For reasons. To, he decided he wanted to sublimate himself and be like, you're so good. What can <laughs> I do? Why aren't you dating Clary? Oh, no. It's just me. A wayfish ghost. <laughs> <laughs> but you're right. More importantly, on the counter is a, a broken burner <laughs> cell phone. <laughs> Smash burner phone. And, and more, more importantly, importantly, depending on who you are, I think, there is someone in his closet. There's a man in a closet. I, I, I was like, they don't show their face. So they're not an important person. I think they're the person whose house he's living in. Ooh. I think, I think that's the case. So I have a question. Yeah. Izzy stayed there for, like, so long. <laughs> and he stayed, That was a statement. And he stayed quiet. So he didn't get punished. Well, <laughs> Hannibal Lecter, you taught us some things, I guess. Hey, Aaron. Yes, Kevin. For this episode, did you find yourself a CW moment? Did I find a CW moment? Did I find a moment where Logic just walked on into a room and was like, hmm, guess I got to do something. <laughs> I think I have to pick the Izzy and Sebastian scene where she's fighting with a punching bag because I don't really understand why she's not fighting with Sebastian, like training with him. (laughs) Because he's just got to be wandering around doing stuff. Right. But like logically. Logically, she should be in a sparring. Let's say always done. Yeah. In a sparring match. And he should go, you're going kind of hard today. Are you feeling things? Well, instead, he has three entrances to scenes where he just walks by and goes, hello, plotline. Ooh. Ooh. Also, what was very jarring to me in that scene is in the background behind them, there were prayer candles. Yeah. And, like, I know the outside of the Institute looks like a church because of the glamours. Yeah. I don't know why the inside of the Institute is also a church and has prayer catholic prayer candles i mean they're thematic it's cool it's there because it's cool yeah it's not logical well you see they're they're half angel and catholicism got it right (laughs) (laughs) that's the only thing i can take from that well and it just it doesn't make sense to me in this shadow hunters world versus the movie because the movie they are literally just like squatting in a church yeah but this is a full-on like super high-tech facility yeah it's like if you're like you're at csi yeah and you're like (laughs) Hey, why do you have, uh, I don't know, a, a temple to Buddha over there? So it's just two things that stood out to me in that scene, both of which are Ill- illogical. But yeah. boy, do I hate Sebastian. <laughs> hey, Kevin, did you find a CW moment? It's all Sebastian. And here, here's, here's what I'm going to say. I might be wrong about this, but <laughs> the smash burner phone, 
I don't think you need to smash the burner. Like, you don't need to smash your phone, the Sebastian. The entire point of it being a, a burner phone is that you don't need to smash it. I feel like I feel like you could have tossed it or anything like that. Like, the entire point of it being a burner phone. I think they already said, we don't know. Like, we can't try. We don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's a burner. Yeah. And wouldn't it have... I mean, I guess then <laughs> it, he couldn't have played the piano, but him walking along... The, okay, so we hear piano music playing. Yeah. He's walking on the street. He tosses a burner phone into a dumpster. Yeah. And then we cut, and it turns out it's not Jace playing piano. It's, it's Sebastian. He's as good as him. And then there's someone in his closet. Yeah. Yeah, like, it. this is one of those ones where I'm like, I don't think you made the wrong choice. You did it so us as the audience could be absolutely clear it was him. Though I bet that still went over some people's heads. Oh, yeah. Why there was a hammer and a smashed phone next to him. Uh, but. It's still not logical. It's still, <laughs> it's still so funny. He went home, put his phone down, hit it with a hammer. Played piano, threatened man in closet. What a night. <laughs> what a what night a Sebastian night. had. He had a great day just walking into rooms, doing things. <laughs> and then he was, this one making noise in the other room. And he walked in and he did something there. He was like, look at the mess you made all tied up down there. Anyway, <laughs> I'll beat you. Oh, it's me, Sebastian. So show, show audience, <laughs> audience. What's the deal with Sebastian? Please tell us what you think the deal with Sebastian is over on Podcast MOA, Podcast MOA, at Instagram, at Twitter, and at gmail.com. And uh, give us your ratings, reviews, and subscriptions on Apple Podcast or your podcaster of choice. And uh, my book, Ink for Blood, is releasing in two weeks. Yeah, yeah October 3rd. Two weeks, yeah. My pre-orders are open on Kobo. Barnes and Noble, all those places. Amazon doesn't do pre-orders for paperbacks. Oh. I don't know why. Take it up with Amazon. It's foolish. Get it together, but Amazon. It'll be out on the third, at which point it'll be available everywhere. So pick it up. Get your pre-orders in because pre-orders count as first day sales, and that's very, very good for books. Sometimes. <laughs> also, just buy it on the third. Let's we'll do that. keep reminding you. Don't uh, worry, you can do it. Yeah, you'll have another one of these i'll remind you and then i'll never talk about it again except Uh -uh. for our episode that drops on the third i'll talk about it all the time also you can hit me up i'm over at a flimsyplan.com and we will see you all next week who is sebastian hiding in his closet does valentine know sebastian why is sebastian answer some more about sebastian on the next episode of mystery outsiders and abs a teen drama sebastian cast (laughs) 